Have you tried diet after diet without finding long-term success? Well, believe it or not, it's not you. So many people think they know what they need to do to get healthy, but there's so much misinformation out there that many of us are sabotaging our health goals without even knowing it. Hi, I'm Carrie, a wife, mom, educator, and certified nutrition coach. After being frustrated by dieting and all the confusion out there about what actually works, I decided to figure it out. And what I discovered on my journey challenged everything I thought I knew about nutrition. And the solution is actually much simpler than you realize. So now, I'm on a mission to disrupt everything you think you know about nutrition too. Welcome to the Diet Disruptors Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Scout and Cellar. Scout and Cellar sources clean crafted wine from all over the world. It's no secret that I like wine. And yes, as a certified nutrition coach, I teach people how to have wine or the things they love without derailing their goals. The issue that I've had with wine are all the added sugars, sulfates, toxins, and pesticides. Did you know that most mass-produced wines have as much sugar as a glazed donut? No wonder your goals are being plateaued. And while clean wine sounds great, not only do they have inconsistent standards, I just haven't found any I enjoyed. Until now. There is not a wine I haven't tried from Scout and Cellar's collection that isn't amazing. They curate wines from all over the world with incredibly high standards while keeping their prices really affordable. For a wine to be considered clean crafted by Scout and Cellar, it goes through two rounds of independent lab testing to guarantee that it's free of yucky stuff like synthetic pesticides and chemical additives, and it has fewer than 100 parts per million of total sulfites. You know what that means? No headaches. They also evaluate and review farming and production practices to confirm that they are, in fact, clean crafted. And why do they do that? Because they hold themselves to a higher standard. Because they're committed to offering a more natural, altogether better tasting wine experience. In fact, they say, They're disrupting the wine movement. The best part? Super low carbs, low calories, and like I said, no wine headaches. So check out Scout and Cellar's collections and their incredibly flexible wine club, Scout Circle. It's a club with no fees and free shipping. And you can pause or cancel a shipment at any time. So clean crafted wines from Scout and Cellar is an easy, no-brainer, healthier swap with no feelings of being deprived. Check it out at www.disruptyournutrition.com slash wine. Hello, everybody. Happy Workout Wednesday. We are ready for part three of our weekly series about Winning with menopause and your metabolism. And today's a special one. It's all about how to master your sleep because we talk about from a point of your health structure and how to win with it. 
your food's crucial, your activity's crucial, but sleep, that is the catalyst to it all. And with me, of course, the creator of Disruptive Nutrition, my dear friend, superwoman herself, happy International Women's Day, belated for you, Gary. Um, it's I all week, right? It's, it's all week. Is it all week? <laughs> I've decided. I don't really know that it is, but I've decided it's all week. I love it. So, so, uh, so it's all week. So I, uh, you know, we need to celebrate women all the time. You know, <laughs> my foundation is my wife, Abby. She's like the heart to everything. So Carrie, I know that we've, we've had such great feedback from this. We've been sending our, our weekly calls to our, our my email list. You've sent it to your communities. Yep. We're sharing it with everybody. And the goal is for us to help each of any one of you, whether you're obviously going through menopause, but many men, as we talked about last week, are doing andropause. Yep. Um, it's about as we age, our metabolism slowed down and we focused initially on hormones. And then last week we talked about food and we'll show you how you can watch those videos if you missed it. But today is about that unknown. I call it the X factor. I wrote about this in Body Confidence. I wrote about it in Why Kids Make You Fat. It's all about the X factor of sleep. So as we kick it off, I know you had a great weekend in Florida. Kind of share with us what, where, where you are with sleep and how you feel, why you feel sleep so important. Well, you know, it's so interesting because I had a client recently, a man, because I work with men too, <laughs> said to me, I feel like when I get more sleep, I lose more weight. And I'm like, you do. See, it's like, it's like the cell phone that doesn't ever get charged. It doesn't work well. You know, when your phone goes on that low battery mode and it like, you have to pick and choose how much you want to really do with it because you know, it's dying. Like when we don't get enough sleep, it's like our batteries aren't charged and it sounds so cliche, but it matters because if your body is going to run optimally, it's got to be at a full charge. And I think, and so, yes, I was in Florida this weekend with a bunch of women and I was speaking um, and had a really amazing chance to be able to meet all these people from all over the country. And what was so incredible, there were two things. One, we needed to get away. <laughs> I have been in my house for like a year and I needed to get away and I recharged my batteries. I slept more than I normally sleep. It was like my, like the clarity that came after a weekend away was so powerful. And I think that's one of the things we need to talk about is why sleep is so important and that rest and relaxation. But the other thing, Mark, that I thought was so interesting, a bunch of them had seen our lives actually. And I got inundated with questions. There were 40 women that were, were at this conference and talking about International Women's Day, and they were surrounding me with questions about all the things that we're talking about. They are actually in the health industry and didn't know the things that we were talking about. So it was like all weekend long, not only was I getting rest, but I was also sharing the passion that I have for this. And I realized once again, how many people don't know this information and need to know it. And oh, Kara, I, I love that picture. And I want I felt like I was there with you, hugging you. And I just, I love the, when you three weeks ago or four weeks ago, when you I said, Mark, let, you know, can we talk about menopause? And, and that kind of what inspired all of this, you know, Carrie's also a mom of, of two amazing daughters that she'll be talking about a little bit later, but I want to share everyone. I see my brother, Shanton Lee's on right now, Karen, everyone. When we look at, when we kind of think about this, if, if you don't know Carrie yet, she's a dear friend of mine. We've been partners for years with, with Venice Nutrition. She's a creator of Disruptive Nutrition, and she just cares about teaching blood sugar balance. And we're loving doing this series together. And if you're somehow new, initially, we we're going to go on my page today because it's a little bit easier to share. 
But but Facebook changed some rules. So next week, hopefully, we're going to be on the Mark McDonald page. And that allows us to share a little bit more than just my profile. But because of some new Facebook rules, we did it. But if you're new to this series, this is my profile right here. You follow me. You click on your videos. You can watch week one when we talked about hormones right here. You can watch last week where we talked about your food. And then this week is going to be all about mastering your sleep. And, and I think as Carrie talked about, her friends and, and being at the event and recharging, you know, this was last Thursday. This is my baby girl, Hope. You, you know, she's my heart and having a, she's almost six in May, but to have a five-year-old and to know that the challenges that my mom dealt with, with hormones and menopause, my sisters dealt with, um, to see Abby's challenges, obviously with, with all the autoimmune difficulties she has and how disciplined she needs to be. Part of this series is helping to inspire men, women, um, teenagers, people in their 20s, 30s, 40s, but also really helping parents teach their kids. Because what I know is because of what Abby and I know about health, Hope's never going to deal. She's never going to be blindsided by menopause. She's not going to deal with the challenges that so many of us have dealt with. As a 48-year-old man, you know, I want her to love her body, understand her body, know how it works, the decisions she makes so that she can enjoy her food. She can love her food. So this has been, when she was born and I became a a daughter, dad, I'll tell you, a girl, dad, it meant everything to me because it shifted growing up with sisters, understanding the challenges my mom has had, but it took me to another level being a father of a daughter. And I just want to give a shout out um, to, to realize that all the girls out there as girls hit puberty, they have an increase of estrogen, progesterone. That's when fat cells are, 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 are laid. And if they don't understand food, they are being destined for struggling. And with all of the social media challenges and body image challenges, I hate it. This is why tomorrow at 9.45 a.m., tune into HLM with Robin Mead. We have an epic um, segment being told with celebrity shift Kevin Galepsi, myself, and Michael Anos talking about positive body image, being body positive and living with body confidence. So I know, Carrie, as we're going to talk about sleep, I, you have two great daughters. So can we just give a shout out to and just educate everyone on why it matters so much that wherever you sit in your life, you own your health now because menopause will come, but we can empower the kids to, to deal with so much better with their food. Mark, one of the things that you say when in the litmus test of is it based in science, can do it for the rest of your life, would you let your kids do it? And so I need to show this picture because my daughter, one of my daughters just turned 16. And so... <laughs> This is Grace with her tiara, and uh, she actually got the tiara a couple months ago. And she said, "Can I get? I want to get a tiara." And I said, "What, what are you going to wear a tiara for? Why do you want a tiara?" She goes, "Because I just want one for myself. Why do I have to wear it anywhere?" And I was like, well, "Good <laughs> answer." But I look at this picture, and that's my daughter Ellie on the left there, who's taller than all of us. But uh, I, I remember my 16th birthday. My mom threw me a surprise party, and I was the most self-conscious stressed out, very, very issue-based teenager. I had terrible self-image, terrible body image, turned into an eating disorder of which by the time when I was finally about 37 years old is when I figured out the formula and really got uh, in touch and, and, and focused with Venice Nutrition. It changed my life. 
But my biggest fear was I was going to put on the mindsets and the issues I had onto my girls. And now I can say, looking at this picture, they are so healthy inside and out. Their mindsets are strong. They understand what they need to do for their bodies. And even teenagers with sleep, like they come alive at night, right? I mean, <laughs> during the day. And I will say online school has actually allowed us to be able to give them what they need in their hormonal balance because they do, they need to sleep in a bit later. And that's one of the blessings of COVID for us that they've been able to do that. But we, they know how to listen to their bodies now. They understand how food is fueled. They understand that they're doing this now so that later they can continue to live to their optimal potential. And so that picture, she's so balanced and she's so happy and strong. And that was not me at 16. And so we well, I, I love it because that's, we're taking what the challenges we've had and we're empowering the, the girls in our life and helping people do that. And this is what I want everyone to realize. Carrie opened up about the cell phone battery. I love that picture, by the way. I love that. Hope went to our friends first. Um, 15 year old Quinciera, and she's she's all excited for that. Yeah, you know, so you live in Mexico. We're big on the ah, come on. It was a, we had a party, and Hope was on the dance floor. <laughs> so, but what, I love what you talked about as a cell phone. I want everyone right now watching it to type in. I'm going to type this in adrenal gland. And when we talk about adrenal gland, that is your body's battery, just like how this cell phone has a battery, your cell phone has a battery, your adrenal gland is your body's battery, and your charger is sleep. So what Carrie and I want to do, we want to spend the next 15 minutes. And if you've missed about food, if you missed about hormones, watch the videos. We watch our, our previous because we're on week three right now. Next week is going to be about activity and exercise. But when we think about from a sleep perspective, yeah, I love that. Showing the guns, Carrie. Mm -hmm. this, is, this is from one of our certification manuals. And it's really about five ways to master your sleep. And we want to walk you through a process of why sleep matters and, and I just wanted, I want you to remember, it's your body's X factor. As Don, Don McGee just jumped on, typed in, I love that Don, type in the adrenal gland. Type in X factor. And every time, and just X, every time things aren't working, your digestive system's not working, you feel your hormones are off, your sleep is probably the culprit. Because every single night, your body needs to recharge it. And our goal for the next 15 minutes is to empower you, educate you, and give you real solutions on how to immediately make your sleep better. We're not asking you to sleep more. The first step is to sleep better, to sleep higher quality, to be just like this little picture where this lady looks so rested. I love that little photo. It just makes you calm down. And, and I, think, I think, Carrie, we'll talk about sleep cycles, the hormones that trigger weight gain when you're sleep deprived. This is big, especially as you enter menopause, whether you're peri, during, or post. And then five real strategies, things that you can implement starting tonight to win. So the first up, I think from a point of, I call it the power of 90 carry. I'll start. And just like we've done with the whole series, each topic I talk about, you bring in your magic. Sound good? Love it. Love it. Love it. So this is, I, I think it's important. And I want everyone to realize it's the power of 90. You need to understand your sleep first. So we know that it charges your adrenal gland, it empowers your body. It helps your mind and your body recover. And without sleep, you can't function. I, I love watching the, the show, um, um, naked and afraid. And you see where people get dropped off into these weird, these, these swamps and, and forests and mountains and jungles, and they, they, they can't sleep. And when they can't sleep, you start seeing the mind go, the body go come day three, day four, because this is what works. The first, probably first 20 minutes is light sleep, stage one and stage two. And we know that this is where you kind of hear things 
you're not really sleeping, but you feel like, okay, I'm starting to be rested and you're in there. Then you go to stage three and stage four. And stage three and stage four are deep sleep. And that's where your body is being, your tissues get repaired, um, muscles get sore, you know, they, they're, they're gonna get their repair. Everything internally from a tissue perspective is getting stronger. Then you move into REM sleep. And think of REM sleep more like your mind as a file cabinet. All the thoughts that you sorting, you're organizing, that's what your body, why it needs REM sleep. The challenge with sleep, we call it the power of 90 because stage one repeats itself. So if you have a TV on, if you're in a, dark, a light environment, all of these variables, if you're in a noisy room, these are things that can cause you to wake up from your sleep cycles. The ultimate success, if you wanna win with menopause, if you wanna win with sleep, the ultimate success is to learn how to master your 90 minutes. And if you can repeat three to four to five cycles every night of quality sleep, not quantity, but quality, quality 90 minute cycles, your body will be repaired, your mind will be rested and you will take on the day like the champion you are. And more importantly, your metabolism will be on fire and your hormones will be balanced. So this whole goal, this entire live right now, this training with you is to teach you how to get quality power of 90 minute cycles. And the more that you can get, the better your body's gonna be. Okay, Carrie, what, what's your experience with this 90 minute cycle? Well, it's really interesting because I've learned this from you. And so I was really able to start implementing this after I learned it. It makes so much sense. And thinking about how all of the stuff that we're actually going through during the day kind of gets processed and our brains kind of compartmentalize it, file it away when we're in that deep sleep. And we need that. But I also think about the, that, that, that cycle allows us to be thinking about you know, how much sleep A, we need, but how much can we get a night if there's a night that's kind of crazy, right? If there's a night where you're going to bed late, you can kind of do that math and realize if you're waking up in the middle of that deep sleep, you're, you're going to be, that cycle is not going to be complete. And so thinking about how you can kind of have that full cycle of sleep was game changing for me for the nights that I knew I wasn't going to be able to get as much sleep as I needed. I actually just used it last weekend when I was going to Florida and I had to get up at 3.30 in the morning to get on the airplane. And I was able to still function all day long and present that night because I knew how my sleep was kind of packaged together. Oh, Kara, I love that. And I think as Kara, as, as, as everyone's looking at this diagram, we're talking about this 90. And what Carrie just said is because she had this knowledge, it didn't mean that she had all the solutions, but she knew what adjustments to make. That's what life's about. That's what this series is about. That's what you living with the slow metabolism is about as we age. The reality is understanding whatever's thrown at you as life gets busy, as things happen, when Hope wakes up at four in the morning, doesn't go back to sleep. Abby and I have to understand what adjustments we need to make the rest of the day to get our body recharged. And that's one of the messages. You can make up your sleep. Now, let's, when we talk about the battery and we talk about a phone and everyone, just as you're watching this live, we got Rick Smith, everyone, as you're watching this live, look at your phone right now. If you see your phone, it's got battery. When your phone battery dies, it's just dead. You got to recharge it. You got to juice it back up. Your, your body doesn't die when you're sleep deprived, but your hormones pay the price. And when we talk about menopause, this is massive. So Carrie, let, let's move in. Before we talk about the five strategies, I'm just gonna show you this little thing. And I know it's a lot of tech, so I'm not gonna leave this on the screen a lot, but I just want you to see the top line. 
balanced hormones equals a leaner and lighter body. And there's basically, when we think about this, the three main hormones that you have to think about are going to be leptin, cortisol, and ghrelin. Now, leptin and ghrelin, ghrelin, they're your appetite hormones. So when your body's satisfied, you release leptin. Now, this comes from your fat cells, and that helps keep you satisfied to take away cravings. When you're not satisfied, when you're hungry, you release ghrelin. Sleep deprivation does this. When your body's tired, it's looking for juice. It needs energy. So what does that do? It increases your level of cortisol. It makes your adrenal gland release cortisol, release adrenaline to try to get your body going. It increases your appetite. Why? because food provides energy. So it's in a negative state and is doing everything it can to try to get your body going. Sleep deprivation leads to blood sugar spikes and crashes. It leads to fat storage. It leads to instability of your cortisol and your adrenaline because adrenaline is that hormone that gives you the energy, but the counter to that is cortisol. And when you're sleep deprived, you don't process things as well. Just think about the last time how you, you yell more, how you're more irritable, how you're more cranky. Well, that's increase of stress. Increase of stress makes cortisol. And now you're getting to the point where nothing is working digestively, or hormonally. So Carrie, I know you work with so many women and men. So just give an analogy, you know, give an example of when you see your clients results suffer from sleep deprivation. Well, this is the thing, like what you just said, and, and it's so funny because my phone was dead and look, it's right now plugged in. <laughs> what do we do? Oh, my phone's dead. Anybody have a charger? I need a charger. I'll bring chargers to the restaurant with me if I know my phone is going to die. We respect this and the need to charge it more than we do our own bodies. Because this has an immediate communication. This tells us we're at 2%, 1%. Our body does the same thing. We just don't know how to look at it. I always say when you know you can do. When you can recognize signs that your body is depleted, you can then make the decision about charging, right? But if you don't ever know how to look at that battery level on, on, your, on your body, like we can on our phone, we don't feel an urgency. We just think we can muscle through it. We can power through it. But when we can start to listen to our body, like you just said, that irritability, that crankiness, a plateau. And this is what I, this is what I talk about with my clients. They're like, well, I'm eating really well. I'm exercising. I'm like, how's your sleep? How's your, well, I, I, I don't, I, I know I don't get enough sleep and it's not even just enough, but it's also the quality. Right. And I keep saying, you're not listening to your body. You, you think you're doing all the right things, but we literally put in exercise and nutrition as if they're the two. And what I say to my clients all the time is you're missing a massive piece of the puzzle. If you aren't getting the quality sleep that you know you need, then you are causing that plateau, plateau that way. Or your, your, your menopausal symptoms. If you're not getting that amount of sleep, I want you to be thinking about that as your first area of, of re reformation, of, of tweaking versus always going to the food or versus going to working out necessarily more. And so I challenge them to think about the messages that your body is sending you with the low battery alert as something to listen to. Plug in means you have to get your sleep at a different level. I love that. Plugging in means that you have to get your sleep at a different level. And I, I think as we talk about the power of nine, so everyone watching right now, and I love Don and, and, and Shanna, hello from South Africa. I love that, Johannesburg in the house. Uh, I saw Ukraine in the house too. Nice. When you think about this, we start with your power of 90. So everyone type in the number 90. Okay, so I'm typing in 90. Yeah. 
And then we talk about balance hormones. And the three hormones are going to be cortisol, ghrelin, and leptin. This is your blood sugar that we talked about last week and the week before. The key to understanding all of this is that when your sleep is off, your blood sugar is unstable. When your blood sugar is unstable, nothing works in your body. So if you're in menopause, things will be harder. And we understand with hot flashes and things like that, it becomes even harder. If you're in your 20s and you're studying for college or an exam and and you're sleep deprived, nothing works. We know these things. So it's not that you're never going to be sleep deprived. It's not that this isn't going to happen. Our goal with this series is to say that when it does happen, understand what you need to do. Your body is your, your, your adrenal gland is your body's battery. Sleep recharges your body, your battery. You understand you have 90 minute cycles and you understand that when you're sleep deprived, your hormones aren't in balance. So the key is uh, once you get all of that, you have to come back and say, okay, so what do I need to do when my sleep isn't where it needs to be? And that's why we're carrying to do the rest of this live is talk about the five strategies. So I want everyone to type in the number five. So let's kick it off, Carrie. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start with my first strategy. And if this is making sense to everyone, type in yes. Whether you're watching this live replay or obviously we, we record our Zoom as well. So we post it in other places that you maybe not be with us on Facebook, but you're still diving into the series. So five strategies. The first strategy, let me just circle it with my little pen here, is to set a sleep schedule. The number one thing I want you to remember is your sleep can be made up. Uh, the, the, the key from this is so many people thought it can't be made up. It can't be made up, but it can be. And I, you know, as I studied sleep, as I've read incredible books, as I understood how the body works, what you want to think about is you have to set a sleep schedule. So for example, if you get up at seven and you go to bed at 12, that's going to be, that's going to be seven hours that you're going to sleep every night. So what people say you need eight, you need nine, you need six. What I would ask you to think first is how many hours do you need to sleep each day that you feel fresh? You shouldn't need an alarm to wake up. You should just wake up. Um, so maybe that's seven hours for you because sleep is genetic. Maybe it's eight hours. Maybe uh, not really easy to be six, but think about that number and start there. Once you know that number, let's say that it's seven and you go to bed at midnight. You need seven hours. This is the key. If you go to bed later than midnight, you still need to wake up at seven. It's always easy to make up the sleep by going to bed earlier. It's very difficult to make up sleep by waking up later. So no matter what, you should always have the same wake up time. But if you're having a fun Friday night, Saturday night, you go to bed at three in the morning, you should still be waking up at seven. And then what you can do is you say, okay, wait a second, I'm four hours in the hole or I'm three hours in the hole. The next day, go to bed an hour and a half earlier. The next day, go to bed another hour and a half earlier. Now you've made up your sleep. Carrie, tell me about the sleep schedule now, your view. Well, so here's my biggest thing. I always talk about trust with your body. Trust with your body is just like building trust with any other relationship. And I needed to trust Peter before I was going to marry him. I haven't been married for 20 years because I don't trust him, right? Trust is positive, consistent interactions over time, right? And that's how you build trust. When you have those interactions that are consistently positive. And if you are consistently telling your body that this is the way we're going to do things, your body's going to believe you. So if you've been consistently yo-yo dieting, your body's going to believe that you're not going to do what it needs to do. And it's going to start to do the things for itself. 
which isn't as efficient, but you start eating in threes, right? And you tell your body, this is how we're going to do this. I'm going to give you what you need when you need it. Your body will do for you what you need. It's the same thing with sleep. If you realize that seven o'clock is your wake up time and that's what it's going to be, you do that every day. You're going to build that trust with your body so that when it's sleeping, it knows what to do. It knows when you're going to wake up. And consistency will beat perfection every step, every single time. You don't have to be perfect. You just have to be consistent. Oh, I love that. Everyone remember that. That's a quote, Carrie. I want to see it. You don't have to be perfect. You just need to be consistent. That's, I, I like that. Clients, spoil yourself with consistency because it is spoiling yourself because you do something once, everybody else does that. But you do something every day, right? You exercise once, great. But you do it every day, you that is out, outrageous. People don't do that. Spoiling yourself with consistency means that you are doing that self-care. You don't need a facial for self-care. You need a consistent practice. And that's how you spoil yourself. And your body will love you for that. Oh, I love it, Carrie. So good. So good. So step one, strategy one, set your schedule. Yep. Strategy two, I know it's hard. Let me circle it even more. <laughs> I remember my first time on Dr. Oz, we talked about this exact topic, resisting the snooze button. We were off camera and we were talking about sleep. And I said, you know, it, we talk about resisting the snooze button. And he's like, man, that's the strategy I teach all the time. And it's because of this. Remember I showed you the power of 90. Karen and I talked about how the first two stages are light sleep. Well, when you hit that, when the alarm goes off and you hit that snooze button, you're never going back into deep sleep. No. So every second of sleep after that snooze button is useless sleep. It's just laying down and resting without any benefit. Yep. That is not being smart with your time. You are much better waking up, getting on with your day. Now, if you just want to chill for a little bit, that's okay. But waking up, getting on with your day and leveraging every moment of sleep as quality sleep. You go to bed, you wake up, but just realize that if you're staying an hour in bed after that snooze button, think that you're getting sleep, you're not. That is not helping your hormones. That is not helping your metabolism. So resist that if you can. Carrie, what, what's your thoughts really on that? I have a great strategy for this. So there's this great book called Miracle Morning. And after reading it, I, it changed everything around the snooze button. I was a snooze button girl. I still love it. <laughs> okay. But here's how he, he kind of laid this out. Think about your energy as a scale of one to 10. Okay, a 10 is like where you and I are right now. We're, we're ramped up, we're ready to go. We don't wake up a 10. Well, you might, Mark. I don't know, you're more energy than <laughs> I don't wake up a 10. I wake up close though, I'm pretty fired up. Okay, I wake up a one, okay? <laughs> but I also recognize, okay, so if you wake up a one, recognize that's fine. You just gotta get to a two. And you, got, you don't have to get to a 10. And like you think, I gotta jump out of bed. I, I only feel a one. So all this one is gonna do is go brush your teeth. That's all this one is. I'm not thinking about the other stuff. And you brush your teeth and you become a one to like a four or five, right? And then you slowly have a little bit more energy. And then maybe you hop in the shower or you put on your workout clothes. And then you're up to like a five or a six. You don't have to think about waking up and doing all the things. You need to just think about waking up and brushing your teeth or waking up and having a glass of water. Because if you can just move from a zero to a one or a one to a three, you won't want to go back to sleep. And so I realized that it's just that one increment I needed to do. I didn't need to do the day. I just needed to do one thing. And that changed everything for me not needing to hit the snooze button. 
I love it. That's all about the one percent. And and I think, Carrie, the funny thing in our house, one day you have to come visit, because so I wake up, I'm ready to take on the day, but I, I get sure. tired. Where Abby, Hunter, and Hope are like, the party begins when I go to bed, it seems like. Abby and I talk about how we're completely opposite. And reading, like when I talked about an amazing book by Dr. James B. Um, James B. Moss called Power Sleep. And it talked about how genetically we're just wired differently. So Abby and I always say that, you know, eventually down the road, you know, because we're, 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 I wake up strong. She wakes up a one. I'm like a 10. I go to bed a one. She's a 10. Yeah. So it's always funny, but you make it work. And I love Dawn. She was just saying um, that it takes her a while to get up. She says, oh, my God, I wake up two to three. It takes me a while to get up to a 10. I think many people do. And that's the funny part of it is that I always laugh because I'll wake up and have to like pee or something on the bathroom and like Hunter Hope and, and Abby are partying up with the dogs. And it just makes me laugh at like one in the morning. So just realize you don't have to change. Kara, I think that what you said, just start with that one shift and it makes a big difference. Yep. Easy. So, it's so much easier that way. So step three, strategy three. So strategy one is set your schedule. Strategy two, resist the snooze button. And strategy three is massive. Now, I, I just want to educate you from a science perspective right here. We talk about a sleep. Let me circle it. Sleep in a quiet and dark environment. Well, this is why. When there's light, like right now, I have a big light on me because we're doing a live video and I have good lighting. And my, my um, pineal gland doesn't release enough melatonin. So I'm not ready to go to sleep. In a dark environment, that's your melatonin is your sleep hormone and you, your body releases it in dark. It inhibits it in light. So when you're in a light environment, you're not getting your sleep hormone at the dosages you need. Now with menopause, you're already having these challenges with sleep and, and hormone shifts. So you, you need all the help you can get. So you got to make sure that you have a, a dark environment. Now, a quiet environment. Remember, we talk about how stage one repeats itself after about 90 minutes. If you have a TV on, if it's loud, you will wake up out of that light sleep yeah. and then that will, that will ruin your cycle. So that's it's, people say to me all the time, Carrie, well, I need a TV to sleep on. Well, that's okay. Just make sure you set it off yeah, um, or define a steady nose, a, a steady noise from it, but make sure it's quiet and dark. What about you and your clients? So, well, this is interesting. I have a really good kind of story about this because I used to live in Norway. I lived in Norway for a year and in the summer it's light 18 hours a day. And in the winter, it's dark 18 hours a day. And it's so true. The very first thing every single Norwegian invests in are dark shades. And they are also the happiest population in the world. And there is a reason they take care of themselves. Like they do these things, but sleep is really important. They have a great balance. And again, spoil yourself with consistency. Those shades go down even when the sun is up because they know that your body has to be able to get itself used to the darkness so that it can sleep all night long. And I've always taken that with me because I realized that those room darkening shades are an investment that is actually really powerful. And in Norway, of course, everybody has them. But when you're in that dark room, it does something very different, like you said. And so there are ways to manipulate your room to make that happen. And it, it's also why my kids don't have a TV in their room and things like that, because we need that to be a, a place where we spoil ourselves with consistency. I love that. And I think, you know, our house, Hope's room goes right to the sun rising. And it took Abby and I a week to realize that the sun was waking her up early. And whenever the sun rises, she was up and she wakes up with the 10 and goes to bed with the 10. She loves life, our little five-year-old. 
But once we got blackening shades, it changed everything. And I think another thing, a, a point when, when I first wrote this article, I didn't think about phones as much, but putting your phone on the sleep cycle so that the light isn't as bright at nighttime is big. It kind of prepares your body better. Yeah. So, so we, we've talked about set schedule, make sure that you're ditching the snooze button, make sure it's dark and, and a point of quiet. Let's talk about four and five. And I think, don't no one get mad at me for five. Carrie will help ease that. Well, you but, know I like my wine, Mark. <laughs> exactly. So we're going to give some science on it. We're doing 1%. Yep. Fours create downtime and ditch the boost. Now, I put these together because many of my clients through the years would use wine to create their downtime. I just want you to think about um, a, whether you've had children or you know kids, that kids who have a proper bath or, or downtime before bed, they go to bed much easier than if you run them, run them, run them, and then you want them to pass out. You're the same way. So many clients I've worked with, and especially with hormone challenges as your sleep cycle shift a little bit, is you have stress, you have thoughts. Whether it's stress or just your mind on the run, creating the proper downtime. What do you need to do an hour before bed to prepare yourself for sleep? What do you need to do that's not gonna excite you for sleep? Um, if you feel like you're waking up and your mind won't shut off, write down your thoughts an hour before bed. Like I'm a planner. So I write down what I'm gonna do the next day about an hour before bed and it's gone. I don't have to think about it anymore. So whatever it is, create your downtime. Now the booze to me is not gonna be a downtime. Now that might relax you, but scientifically, Alcohol directly affects your sleep cycles. So people say, well, Mark, it helps me fall asleep. Yeah, but it interrupts the synergy between deep sleep, REM sleep, and it makes you not sleep as well. That's the reality. So if you're gonna drink, drink, but just drink a little bit earlier before bed. You don't wanna use alcohol as the way you go to sleep. I don't know one person that, that got drunk one night or they drank too much and they wake up refreshed typically. Uh, maybe there are, but most people aren't. And that's because of the sleep challenges um, that happen with alcohol. So just drink a little earlier and make sure you're not doing that to go to sleep. Okay, Carrie, you take it away. I know you love your wine. I do love my wine. I, I do call like alcohol like the fourth macronutrient because even though it's a carb, <laughs> it really does process and metabolize differently in our bodies. It is why- No energy. You cannot call it a macronutrient. No, but it's like it's fourth like thing, right? <laughs> um, it's like Only a wine drinker calls it a macronutrient. <laughs> well, it is a justification, Mark. It is also, I, only drink, I only drink clean crafted wine and that is there is a big difference because there's a lot of added sugar in wine and uh, I, I don't do any of that. But I will say that the, the, the routine, again, spoiling yourself with consistency is so important. So what is your, uh, Michael Hyatt talks about an evening ritual, a morning ritual. And by giving your body those signals that this is what I'm doing because this is what it's going to mean for us as a team, it means I'm putting giving downtime and it means we're gonna get some good sleep in, your body will start to believe you because you keep doing that same type of thing. And like I was in Florida and I still had my evening ritual where I signaled to my body that it was time to go to bed. And by doing that, I get a much better sleep. I will also say, Mark, there's one other thing, and I don't know if it's like a strategy six or where it fits in there, but we just bought a new mattress and a holy oh. cow, that has changed everything. It also tracks my sleep. And I realize, like on a night, like I'll have a glass of wine before I go to bed. My sleep number is very different than on the nights that I don't. 
So I, I have found that data point to be really interesting. Yeah, and I love what you just said about the mattress, a pillow, creating the right, the sheets, creating the right environment to sleep. I, I, I think many times we always think, we always hear we need to sleep more. And I never say that to people. Sleeping more is useless if you're not sleeping optimally right now. So instead of thinking to yourself, I need to sleep more, use this as a moment starting tonight to sleep better, to sleep higher quality, to maximize the time that you have. And I promise you, you will be stronger. Your hormones will feel better. Your metabolism will be on fire. Everything will work better if you can just start improving where you are. That's what we always talk about. It's not about what you're not doing. It's about becoming a little smarter 1% at a time in where you are, taking the pressure off and building from there. So Kara, are we ready to get our sleep going? I mean, like what you just said is exactly what I talk about with food. I had somebody recently say, oh, you eat a lot of small meals all day. I do that too. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's not about eating more food. It's about eating more of the right food at the right times. And this is the same kind of thing. It's not about more sleep. It's about the right kind of sleep. And I will also say I'm big on mindset. I work with a lot of people, not just on how to eat, but the mindsets and our thoughts that we're, we're taking with us. You go to bed knowing that you're not going to get a lot of sleep and you say to yourself, oh, I'm going to be so tired in the morning. You're going to be tired in the morning. You go to bed saying, I'm going to get four hours of real quality sleep. I'm excited about tomorrow. You're going to wake up differently. So just think about that too. I love oh, the power of them. That's a whole nother conversation we're going to have to have part of the series. So look, that's your sleep. Uh, I do a sleep number real quick, Carrie. What's the mattress you got? People are asking. Yeah, we got the sleep number, the dual. That's got a slit in the top because I like to read before I go to bed. And Peter, yes, so we do. We're like that couple. We almost would have <laughs> almost got two twin beds, but we did it. And my sleep number is 35. Oh, I love that. Okay. So there you go, Don, you got it. So everyone that's, we, we've done, this is week three. Next week is going to be about activity exercise. This is going to, as I talked about, as we talked about, it's going to be a seven part series about menopause in your metabolism, really eight. menopause, eight. andropause in your metabolism. Are we doing seven or eight? I feel like eight part. Eight. You're right. It's eight part series because we're doing this. Then we're doing, so we did our hormones. Then we did food, then we're doing sleep, then we're doing activity, then we're doing water, then we're doing supplementation, then we're doing stress, and then we're doing how to burst through plateaus. So you are right and make it a lifestyle. So get your sleep on this week. You got seven days to master it or start the mastering process and then be ready to get your groove on, to get your activity on, because whatever you are, whether you have hip challenges, whether you're struggling with health or whether you're as fit as can be, we're going to tell you exactly how you can have fun with your exercise, love your exercise, and crush your exercise. So, Carrie, as we wrap up, give us a dose of inspiration. Well, I just really just want to reiterate what your body loves and does for you when you love it when you are consistent and when you really just show it that you are a trustworthy companion, that you are gonna be a partner that they can trust, the relationship between you and your body will grow and grow. I say it's like a fine wine because you know, I like that fine wine. The, the more you do it, the longer you do it, the better it gets. But without that consistency, you're not gonna be able to build that time of commitment to say, We've got this. Our body is a partnership and I'm going to keep treating you like you can trust me. And so I think that uh, that's so important. 
Carrie, the, you, you inspire me more every time we talk. I love who you are. I love what you stand for. And I love the community you've created. Uh, Follow Carrie. Disruptive nutrition. She's got an incredible community. She's making a massive, massive difference. And I learn from her every single day. As, as we wrap, you know, Carrie's got two daughters, um, two teenage daughters. I have baby Hope. I showed this in the beginning. You know, and this is why, to me, this series matters so much. Because we can help people who are struggling with menopause. We can help all the women out there as we celebrate Women's International Week. I love Carrie. Took it from a day to a week. It should be a year. All over. But when I think about Hope, I don't want her to struggle with all of the challenges that I know girls, women, teenagers struggle with. Because as your body evolves, it's important to realize that once you put down a fat cell, it never goes away. So part of this series isn't just for menopause. It's for all, it's for five-year-olds, 10-year-olds, 15-year-olds and beyond to educate people, empower them to love their body, understand their food, understand their hormones so that everything is possible. And you don't have to be perfect. You just need to be consistent. Best quote ever from Carrie Lapoli. Okay, everyone, thanks for watching this live. You're watching the replay. Share with someone you love that you feel this message can make a difference with. See you next week. Bye. Thanks, everyone.